Hello and welcome to another episode of the One More Glass of Wine podcast, uh, our exciting podcast where we're learning from industry professionals, amazing, experienced people, a part of our wine industry, the South African culture, and everything that has to do with South African wine. And today we are joined by Sheldon van Veek. Uh, Sheldon was uh, given the brilliant achievement of uh, Tim Atkins, Viticulturist of the Year last year. So it's a wonderful achievement for you to have. He works closely with the Old Vine Project as well. Uh, he's a uh, contractor when it comes to viticulture. You've worked in many vineyards, uh, and thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Jeremy, and yeah, thanks for having me here. No, man, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm just going to let our listeners know that uh, English is not your first language, so I'm incredibly proud of you <laughs> for speaking English and for, for speaking with us. Um, yes. Again, if there's anything that you need to say in Afrikaans, that's super cool. We'll work it out. Maybe teach our listeners, our audience, a little bit of Afrikaans along the way. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. So please tell us a little bit about yourself, Sheldon. Uh, Jeremy, I grew up in a Franschhoek area where we, we stayed on a farm in, uh, in Franschhoek area. My dad was a foreman or like I say a supervisor way back on one of the farms and uh, I think that's where I learned quite a lot of my viticultural skills and uh, you know what, if you, if you stay on a farm Always, when it comes to holidays, you had to go work and to make extra money and pocket money. So you always go and help or help out where you can. So that's what I, I did for, in my brilliant, yeah. brilliant. So you grew up. You've been ingrained in the part of the wine industry for quite some time now. Yeah, it's been quite a while. So, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I'm sure growing up on a farm also stood you in really good stead for learning and being a part of the industry that you are today. So I'm sure that was amazing. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the Old Vine Project. Um, please tell us what's the goal of the Old Vine Project, the vision, what's the, what's the, the project's purpose? Oh, Jeremy, you know what? Old Vines make such incredible wine. And I think... If you, if you taste an uh, old wine and just a young wine, and I think uh, wines from older vines, if you, if you taste it, you can immediately taste the difference For in sure, it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I'm actually privileged to, to be part of the old wine project. And uh, way back when Andre and Teresa approached me to, to join the old old vine project i was, was like, wow i'm gonna go for it yeah <laughs> what an opportunity. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, i think it would, like you say it's a, it's actually a huge opportunity and that stuff that not not it's not always coming your way so yeah i grab it brilliant so, yeah brilliant brilliant and you know what i love about the old vine project is its uh standpoint on quality you know, like you said, you, when you taste a younger vine wine versus mm -hmm. an older vine wine, you're instantly going to notice the difference. Mm -hmm. So I think that's amazing. It's, it's such a good goal and a vision for that organization to have. So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So fitting in with the old vine project and having a, <laughs> a bit of a standpoint on that, I had to pop open a bottle of our old vine project, Shannon. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this vineyard was planted back in 1966. So definitely a part of the a part of the project uh, what a vine has to be is a 35 years old um to be a part of the project and yeah it must be older, older than 
30, older 30, than 35. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is definitely a part of it. Uh, I think it's like 56, 57. We'll forgive my maths. Um, depending on what year you're listening to this, um, <laughs> this, uh, this vineyard's nice and old. And I mean, we've had this wine on the podcast before. It is a crowd favorite, and uh, Chenin Blanc is pretty much a South African staple. So please join me in having a sip. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. That was all for starters. Thank you. Yeah. So whenever I taste this wine, I'm always blown away by the quality of that old vineyard that, that we're working towards and that we're working with. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know earlier you said you, you're, you're working in, in, in the vineyards and you don't know why necessarily, but we all have palates. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what do you think? Does it taste, there's a good, good quality wine? I think it's, for me, it's it's very nice. I like an easy drinking wine, and this mm. is definitely suits my palate. I oh, think. brilliant, yeah. <laughs> brilliant! I'm glad I could pick a good wine for the podcast. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Okay, uh, Sheldon, tell us uh, winning this uh, Viticulturist of the Year um, uh, from Tim Atkin. That's brilliant. How is how that feel to get that award? Ah, oh, uh, Jeremy, I think for me, I didn't expect anything. I mean, that's that's really not my aim to. Uh, like you say in Afrikaans, you say to 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 fang and shine or yeah to be yeah. in the limelight. <laughs> For sure. So that's 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 never uh, been uh, one of my aims or my goals. My aim was always to, I mean, I work with a lot of producers, and uh, my aim is always to uh, give them the best quality grapes at the end of the season to to make good wines, and that's I think that was the goal. And okay. when uh, Rissa uh, asked me to come with her to Cape Town. I thought, what the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, no, she just told me, just dress you up nicely, and we're going to Cape Town. And when he got there, he said, wow. And so it was a bit so, of a surprise. Yeah, it was a, it was a surprise <laughs> because I didn't wow. expect it. So. <laughs> That's brilliant. But, yeah, I think it was a, uh, I think it was a huge achievement uh, for me, not only for me, but I think also for the, the guys that work with me. I mean, some of them are with me for almost... Uh, what 20 25 years and it's a long time and i think yeah we've we've done quite well to get the achievement like this to achieve uh, something like this it's i think it's huge it's brilliant it's brilliant i mean tim atkin a guy who is acquainted with international wines and well he works with uh, some european spots i know he does some some wineries in chile and the south african industry to get that award, I'm incredibly impressed with you, Sheldon. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. That's a testament to your hard work and dedication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, James. So uh, your work in the past, I mean, it, it, you don't get to where you are today without um, a little bit of experience. So where have you, where have you worked in the past? Yeah, Jeremy, I've worked quite a, quite a lot of farms. Yeah. Yeah, as, as, uh, but yeah, mostly Franjuk. I've started there. I've when I started, I started on all the Rupert's farms in mm. in uh, in Franswick area, okay. and uh, I end up at Lomara, where I've been like in 20 years, or just over 20 years, 21 years. I've been there, and yeah, okay. And wow. also, I did the other farm in Rupert and Rothschild. I mean, and that's where I think I learned quite a lot of my skills, and yeah. That's basically where I met Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant. <laughs> and she kind of pulled me in there. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but also I've worked in the in the past. I've worked with uh, uh, Ibn Sadi. I mean, oh, wow, one that's of a the brilliant name. One yeah. of the big guys in the industry, and mm. I mean, I've I've did a few jobs for him as well, and Malinews. 
Andre and, and Chris Molyneux. Yeah. And yeah, but lately I'm uh, busy in Tilburg, Tuyongersalen, okay. and uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to to mention <laughs> any brands or no. Oh, no, so, you yeah. definitely, yeah, no, please, <laughs> please, yeah, please, no. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, basi basically, I'm, I'm, I'm doing now that farms and Bukunus Kloof, Mark Kent, Mark Kent. Some brilliant yeah, wineries that you're working yeah, with, that's no, amazing. I'm, yeah, I, I think I'm very pri um, very privileged to, to work with, with guys like that. Yeah. Okay, wow. So Well-established uh, brands and guys yeah. that knows what they what they're doing yeah yeah for sure so. that's wonderful and you said you work in Tilbach so you you really split quite all over the show hey? yeah I'm traveling quite a lot yeah if you yeah. look at the mileage on my car yeah. <laughs> 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 but oh, yeah that's, that's part of my that's part of my game and it's mm. yeah so. yeah well um, yeah that's that's those, those are some amazing names to work with and even Saudi I know they work with a lot of older vineyards as well so that's very cool yeah you know what way back I, I've did a job for Eben. I was still, I was still a rookie man, <laughs> and he was doing this vineyard in Stellenbosch, old, old, old vines. And I thought, yeah, why is he asking me to do it? I don't know. But I mean, <laughs> and a then, rookie in the game. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I've, if if I, if if you just uh, think back, and I mean the confidence and the trust that he sees in me, I think I think that also sure, what a stand means a brilliant. lot to me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, congratulations, Sheldon. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So working at these farms, um, you're obviously learning, like you've just said, you've learned so much from working with Ibn uh, Saudi all the way from your younger days and everything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, the experience is amazing. Is there things that you are bringing with you from those previous vineyards into your today's techniques that you are you're, uh, not consulting? Uh, what, what is it? Uh, contracting yeah. uh, in? You know what, when I started way back, like I say, it was, it was all about like a basic viticulture. And mm. when I met Rosa in, I think it was about almost 20 years ago at Lomara, mm. I think then there was a kind of a game, game changer or yeah, it, mm. then because she was very specific and it, everything was like an attention to detail so i think that's where i learned also quite a lot i learned i, I learned a lot from her oh that's so amazing I, I, think I think all credit though i mean with this achievement i think all the credit go actually to her because it, <laughs> if it wasn't for i think i would still still have the same uh, skills that i've got so yeah so. amazing it was not for your hard work as well hey your hard work paid off <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant uh, yeah yeah no very Lucky cool yeah, but we try so yeah. oh that's cool so and then your speciality um, at the moment, where, where would you say you're specializing in, in the viticultural sense? Uh, Jeremy, for me, I like, I like to prune. Okay. Pruning is, like, is very important for me because pruning is like and when you start the new season, you know exactly where you're heading, the crop of uh, what you're going to take off. So it's basically mm -hmm. a starting point. So, yeah. And if you, if you start pruning nicely and you do your sucking and all your stuff, uh, perfectly then you know exactly okay I'm going to end up nicely or you, I'm going to have a good quality grape at the end of the season so that's basically that's amazing yeah yeah and the other thing that I do like is young vineyard development okay see to get it started for or, or planting mm. to the to uh, to the end where you start uh, getting a crop of it I think that satisfaction that you've got 
if if you, if you if, started if, well if yeah mm. if you see the end product i think that's also a something that i i like that's so. amazing okay so i love how you say it's it's about how you start and it's yeah. where you go so yeah because like i said it's it's like in uh, growing a baby yeah. you <laughs> nurture it and you nurture it until yeah. you get there to to the point where it's okay you are adult now so then you can leave it keep it over (laughs) release it into the world exactly yeah (laughs) that's brilliant um pruning is it's so important and i mean we're now in uh almost in july and the pruning season has it started already or we still have some time to go oh we normally started uh, around about july some guys with bigger uh, hectares or big farms Normally started early, around ra- about uh, end of end of May. But my stuff, I I mean, I've got a I've got a certain amount of actors, and I I mm. do all my planning. So I for me, it's best to start around about July. Okay, that's that's almost like and for me, it's like the sweet the sweet spot the for, sweet for spot. pruning. Yeah. Okay, and it's the start of the season as well, all the it's, way in in July. Yeah, most wow. of the people would say okay, but. In the winter, everything is nothing happening. So, mm. because they only see the grapes at the end, and they say, "Okay, in now it's your busy time." But yeah. eventually, it started way back, like mm. in winter already. So, For sure. Yeah. yeah, you guys, your viticulturists don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> your work hours are long, and it's year-round. Yeah, and especially now yeah. in the cold in the morning. Yeah, sure. I feel for the guys out there. No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Myself too. <laughs> I'd wear two, two, three pairs of socks. <laughs> okay, and um, tell us what's the the biggest lesson that you've learned in your lifetime in viticulture and in your personal life? I think for me, it's if you go out there and you see how things go wrong. Mm. I think that's not on for me because, mm. I, don't, because I don't like it. Yes. And uh, like I say, some, some guys just don't, they don't plan or they can't plan. And for mm. me, planning is very, very important in in viticulture or in in a in any business yeah, so for sure. not only in viticulture mm. but for me i think planning is is vital if you can't plan then you you they're like unscrewed yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. almost like a recipe for disaster yeah, so. exactly yeah you don't know where you're going and you, you don't know where you're going to start exactly hey, that's a brilliant life lesson to know so actually. yeah in, in in farming i think planning and timing it's very mm. important yeah especially when you're dealing with vineyards yeah and i mean there's certain times that certain stuff need to be done and if mm. you out of that period then you you've missed the boat exactly mm. yeah and like i say some guys it's really not, not <laughs> on it. But I mean, there mm. you get a lot of good farmers, but then you mm. can have that yeah. odd ones that... That's not planning and, yeah. and paying attention. And, and you know what's, uh, what's my mm. problem? What's that? It's when that guys come to you because they can't plan. <laughs> so they and then you, plan. you and, and you in and they come to you. Can you must you must come help now. And now you must come and do pick miracles. Up the, pick up the pieces. I mean I can't do miracles. <laughs> I can only do what, what I plan and that yeah. So yeah. otherwise it mix up my, my planning on other farms also. Yeah, for so, sure. But you know what? It's that's my game and that's my business. Mm. So I always try to help out and for sure, for sure. Yeah, end so of the day it's it's money in your pocket. So Yeah, that's also true. That's also true. Yeah, so. it's a brilliant life lesson to to actually bring to the table here i think there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that would really enjoy to hear that and uh, that planning and attention to detail is so important especially in in your industry it's Mm -hmm. amazing yeah and um i I believe you have a child 
You have a kiddo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, had a, I had a little uh, baby. Yes. She's 13. Oh, amazing. So she's still my baby. <laughs> still so. a baby. <laughs> She'll uh, always be a little baby. Yeah, especially if she wants something, she Dad, can you buy this for your baby, please? <laughs> then they're always she knows your how to work baby. the hot strings. <laughs> yeah, they're oh. pulling you around the finger. Oh, yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> especially you, when it's girls. So, oh, yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> they know how to work you. Yeah. <laughs> Would you love to see her? land up in the in the viticultural or the wine industry at some point or do you think she you're happy to let her well, not happy she's going to go and do her own thing actually i think she she actually told me at one stage that you know what that if i grew up i want to be like you i want to be a viticulturist i want to do i want to take over your business <laughs> but you know what that's always that's easily said oh yes for <laughs> and sure once they get to a certain age then they're doing their own thing and they i mean the world is great out there so yeah they always have new plans and see what others then they then they opt for something else so yeah, yeah for sure that's amazing <laughs> well good luck to her <laughs> good well, luck to thanks her. man yeah no no no. that's amazing <laughs> and uh, just to end off yeah give us a personal story um with you and, and the old vine project and your viticultural career like i've told you uh, jim uh that's pers- my personal uh, love of uh of the old wine project starts actually way back, like I told you, mm. when Eben approaches me to to come and work, yeah, to to work it. to work on in that Mrs. Kirsten vineyard. <coughs> I mean, it's such an old vineyard, oh, yes. and like I say, for me, it's it was it was a big honor to for him to to come and ask me to do that vineyard for him. And yeah, I think yeah, that, was, that was that was that uh, was. A, a big one for a me. A standard so, yeah, point. Yeah. Nice. Oh, well, that's amazing. <laughs> so, Sean, tell me, what's the the oldest vineyard that you're working on at the moment? Jim, the oldest one I've uh, I'm doing at the moment is in Franjuk. It's a 120 year old semi-o block. 120 years old. Yeah, and sure. uh, actually, I think if I'm not mistaken, it went into a a wine that Gottfried made. Oh really? Gottfried from uh, from Bukenets Club, yeah. Right? And I think he got a ninety nine, okay. a ninety six wow. or ninety nine in the on the Tim Atkin Award with that That's specific uh, wine. So yeah, I think it's Brilliant. amazing to, I mean, if you look at how old it is and it, you can still make that uh, quality. Quality. I mean, it's wow. Yeah. yeah. And working with it is it is an, an easy vineyard to work with at its age. Uh, I think you know old vines is is very fragile. I oh, think it's okay. like it's like old people. You must you <laughs> must you, you must treat it carefully. You okay. must handle it with care. So yeah, but okay. I think we manage it quite well now. And yeah, I think the 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 crop that it's still given, it's brilliant. Uh, it's, yeah, wow, it's outstanding. <laughs> and even uh, just talking about the crop now. Mm. Uh, I did a old vineyard that uh, was some guys asked me to prune last year, and they normally get around about three tons per hectare. Per hectare, sure. And we prune it so well and manage it so well during the season. We actually doubled the 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 quality just by pruning right and sucker at the right time and no looking after it. Yeah, I mean it's you can. I think if you know what you do, you can. You act, can yeah, yeah, it you well. yeah, and you can. Uh, not only that, but I think you can uh, 
expand the lifespan of the of the of, of the vineyards. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. So it was just pruning right and do the right things at the right, right time. time. Yeah. Amazing. So if you know what you do, then definitely I think there's the definitely the rewards. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So Sheldon, young viticulturist coming into the wine industry and. Uh, being a part of uh, this massive machine of the South African winelands, do you have any advice for these youngsters in the in your industry? Oh, Jim, I think young guys always come in with new ideas. I mean, it's good to come in with new ideas and mm. uh, new techniques and stuff. But I think if you, for me, I I don't know if I'm old school or what, but I think for me, I just stick to the basics, stick to the stuff that you know, stick to the mm. stuff that work, and I think. Yeah, you'll then reap you, the rewards. Yeah, mm. because otherwise you come and, I mean, the wheel has already been designed. Now you come and you want to come and redesign the wheel and some, some sometimes you mess it up totally. Completely, yeah. So I think you should just stick to the guns and... Stick to the basics. Stick to the basics, yeah. I think that's sound advice for most things in life, yeah. you know. Don't overcomplicate things, stick to the basics. Sometimes you overcomplicate stuff for yourself. Yeah, exactly. No need to. No need to. <laughs> <laughs> like Brilliant. I said, the wheel's already been designed, so... Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Alrighty, Sheldon. So tell me, the viticultural machine, it's uh -huh. a big uh, industry. I'm sure there's some unsung heroes, something that, uh, you know, needs some light shone on it. Is there anyone, anything that you'd like to make mention of? Jim, I think definitely. And I think the credit must go out to all the guys out there in the field. I mean, if you look at guys that are going out early in the morning to harvest, I mean, if I look at we harvest in, in Tolbach, you go out in the morning at four o'clock you Four's on with early. like a koplichter you yeah. call it koplichter <laughs> yeah headlights yeah, yeah. headlights mm. yeah and you had to harvest with that oh that's early and dark I mean, hey? and in the in summer in that heat yeah if the if the if the grapes need to come off then it then they you have had to come to, off and yeah, yeah then you had to put all extra in and you must you must do your thing Oof. and also in winter especially now pruning if you look at last week all the rain and all that floods and mm, stuff the people mm. must go out in the morning early so sure. definitely i think for the workers out there the i think they the the heroes of the of of the uh of the industry of the industry mm, that's yeah. right yeah amazing Sheldon. Yeah. well thank you for mentioning them i, I do think that uh, mm. they do go unsung sometimes so that's brilliant sheldon thank you so much for joining us on the podcast you're a superstar your english is amazing oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> cheers dude thank you so much for joining us you're a superstar thanks Dan. yeah thank you All right.